The greatest problem in this world is that people are too f***ing scared to be themselves. Scared of what others think. Why? Because society made you fit into a tiny little box. Welcome ladies and gentlemen, back to the Feeling Alive podcast. Glad for you to be joining me. Thank you for taking the time to tune in to this audio. Not sure exactly what brought you here, nor does it matter. It's the fact that you're here. Perhaps you're wanting to know a little bit more about what this sacred mirror business is that I'm talking about. And I'll share. I think this one is going to be really transformative. It can be somewhat transformative depending on where you're at in your journey. It can be incredibly transformative or you could just think I'm downright crazy. Now, what I'm about to share with you today is a tool that I use to personally embody my higher self, to personally take radical self-responsibility for everything in my life and how I am able to use this sacred mirror to heal and to find my unconscious and to work with my unconscious that's presenting itself in my environment so I can track down things that I'm not aware of about me using the sacred mirror. Now, uh, one of the main things I want to talk about before we get going is talking about this unconscious today using the sacred mirror. The sacred mirror helps us reflect on our unconscious mind One of the best ways that I um, have also accessed my own unconscious for healing, to access my higher self, to let go of any limiting beliefs or any conditioning, and just to help expand my mental program to allow me to go after things that I'm really wanting to go after and making sure that I'm aligned with what I want to go after has been hypnosis. And... Hypnosis is something that has come later in my life and I've been using it flat out for the last 12 months just um, with other people but also on myself just to help me let go of any unnecessary conditioning or any limiting beliefs or any limiting ideas or stories or patterns of behavior. And the thing with hypnosis is you don't do anything with your conscious mind. You go into the intelligent unconscious through hypnosis so you can do the healing on yourself, so you can set your intention and go in and do the changes. Now, for those of you who've never used hypnosis, it's actually incredible. It's an incredible tool, and it's not like you see with all the stigma attached to stage hypnotists. It's very different. I actually use a very different approach. I use uh, Ericksonian hypnotherapy, which is an indirect method. It's not like clinical hypnotherapy. Dr. Um, Milton Erickson's, the late Dr. Milton Erickson was the one who really created this, which went on, the founders of NLP actually went on to use Ericksonian approaches to create neurolinguistic programming. And so I'm trained in that. And for all of you who are listening to me, who want to maybe perhaps go into their unconscious, make shifts, make changes, empower themselves to go to that next level, to go after their dreams, go after those goals, visions, that ambition that you've got, and maybe you feel a little bit of resistance internally towards that, well, I've got some free downloadable audios, three actually, three guided audio journeys 
that will take you into a trance and are specifically, well, two of them are specifically designed to help you work through problems and challenges and stories. And one is actually to help you get a really restorative sleep and get a deep sleep. So if you want to find out more about that, there's a link down below. Now, talking about the unconscious, let's get into using the sacred mirror. So first of all, guys, I'm not sure exactly who else calls it the sacred mirror, um, but that's the word that I use to explain this phenomenon. I've been teaching a method called the fielding method, and what this method is and what the sacred mirror is is basically using all the inputs from your environment outside of you. So anyone that comes into your uh, environment, your senses that you can see, feel, hear, touch, and that could be strangers walking past you. That could be a, a sign on a T-shirt, a text on a T-shirt, a sign on an advertisement on the bus, someone physically coming in front of you. Anyone that comes into your senses is what's, is what's called entering your field. Now, those inputs that enter your field are coming here to you to show you a little bit more about you. And I, when I was teaching the fielding method, the fielding method basically goes through the process of showing you what they've come to show you, what this person, thing, experience has come to teach you. Now, you will most likely... Um, I'm not sure if most of you will actually have used this technique. But the reason I have used this and decided to share about it today is because of the transformation that I've had. And if one thing that you could take away from just learning this method is that you will, be in, you will no longer blame, resent, or um, complain about something entering your field. Maybe not permanently. Temporarily you might as you start to you know, get condition yourself to, to use this technique and to understand this because ultimately there's only one person responsible for your life everyone has shit that happens to them but the person responsible for the outcome of your life is you just you and it's nice to be able to blame someone for doing something to us that prevented us from getting somewhere but that's just going to take your energy and your vitality away of away from achieving something great Next, blaming someone is really easy. Taking responsibility for your life is actually hard. So it's natural that we all go to blame and resent someone, right? And so when we have an experience from a past experience, we carry, if it's a negative experience, well, we carry a vibration from that. We carry an emotion. We carry a uh, memory. That memory creates an emotion. That emotion holds in our body and it holds wherever we might feel tend to feel pain um, they say in chinese medicine a lot of the liver ha holds anger and not that we need to really know too much about this but just sharing about the energy that we hold within us influences what comes into our field now we didn't necessarily consciously attract it or bring it into our life especially if people have gone through chaos I think with the law of attraction, we don't attract all things because we carry a frequency of it that in our past. I think we all attract experiences either from an experience from our past because we carry that energy or because our karma in this life says, hey, there's lessons for you to learn. 
And so some people go through challenging experiences more than others because it's possibly in their karma that they've possibly put their, their soul has possibly put their hand up and said, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this work. I'm going to take on this shit. And I know there's a lot of you out there that have gone through hell. I had a pretty troubling upbringing myself. And which actually gives me a lot of gratitude thinking about sitting here and doing this episode with you, whoever's listening to this, knowing that I could have been down a completely different path, a completely different path. One that um, possibly around drugs, being jobless, being homeless. If I didn't have a couple positive influences in my life, I think kept me on the right track that allowed me to have a positive outlook later in life to, and even a spiritual outlook on life to get me to where I'm at now would have been a very different story. But was it ever going to be a very different story? Hmm, don't know. So all of us have had a pretty crazy experience. Maybe some haven't had a crazy experience. Maybe everyone's just had an experience in life. Let's put it that way. Now, whatever experience you've had, And whatever experience you've chosen for this life creates an energy. That energy interacts with your field. Your field is everything from all of your senses in front of you. Now, the sacred mirror is a reflection of those vibrations in your field. The vibrations within you will be reflecting something outside of you that matches it. So, for instance, you've got someone who really triggers you. That's your first insight. Ah, my triggers. Your emotional triggers. Whenever you have an emotional trigger, you know that there's an experience in me vibrating to that frequency. Now, you might not exactly have that frequency. That's why there's many different ways that this thing could be teaching us. There's many different areas that this this experience could be coming into your life to teach you. But using the sacred mirror now for you guys all listening to this is starting to take just to starting to take full responsibility that there's a reason why something's coming into your life. Even with this pandemic, this has been, you know, triggering me on, on multiple levels. There's a reason this is coming into my life. Now one of the main reasons is is because it's pulling me back to faith remembering God, remembering that the universe is bigger, far bigger than all of this. And this is just little micro children of the universe. So the virus is a micro children. Animals are a micro children. Me, I'm a micro child of the universe and we're all created from the same cosmos. In the same cosmos, we're all children of the cosmos. Now, um, that's one aspect that teaches me on this trigger. The other aspect, um, it could have multiple different aspects. So there's two main reasons why people come into your life, unfinished business and cause and effect. I won't go too deep into that, but there's lessons. And if we can hold this mindset where we allow ourselves to take the lessons, because that requires humility and a lot of vulnerability, and that's a bit hard for people who are really like in the wounded ego. They go, oh, that person's not me. That person's not me. Well, if you were to sit with me and we were to dive deeper into that and go, okay, show me. I guarantee you will find a reason why that person was there. The sacred mirror is allowing you to find meaning 
in the challenges. It's allowing you to even see your greatness in those who you admire. So when we pedestal someone, when we uh, judge someone, we're pedestaling a part of ourselves and we're judging a part of ourselves. Someone that triggers you will be reigniting an emotional memory. Someone that challenges you might be igniting a karmic lesson. Someone that inspires you might be igniting your destiny. The sacred mirror allows you to see multiple facets of yourself without even knowing about them. And you get to witness an unconscious projection. Now, if we talk about the conscious, subconscious, unconscious, conscious is the 5% and less that you're actually aware of in this moment. The subconscious, unconscious can be used interchangeably, but there are some theories, and these are all theories, by the way. Subconscious is, you know, the stuff that you can recall, your short-term memory, and then the unconscious is very much don't know anything about it. But the subconscious, unconscious, I just call it all unconscious, it regulates you 95% of the time. So when you, and this is the part of you that you, it's automated. It's all on, um, it's all on automation. It's just go, 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 go. The system is on and it just operates. It beats your heart. It grows your fingernails, grows your hair. Um, and it, it's what needs to be rejuvenated when you go into deep sleep. You go into your unconscious and you get into your dream states and also you, you allow your, your conscious mind to rest so you can heal. So your unconscious is projecting, and this is another term that, a theory used in psychology called psychological projection from Carl Jung. Carl Jung talked about it, right? And psychological projection is the same format that everything outside of you, uh, anything that bothers you and someone else is something that's sitting within you. So that can be a hard pill to swallow. It was a hard pill for me to swallow for many years. It took me quite a few years to actually get to this point. I started learning about it, you know, quite a few years ago, and then I started practicing it, practicing it, and now to where I'm at now is like, oh, this sacred mirror, it's all me. It's all me, baby. There's no one outside of me that isn't come to help me find me. They have not just randomly come by. And I choose to find purpose in every moment of my life. Sure, there's some moments where you don't, you know, think about it, forget about it. But those moments where I really want to learn about myself, where I really want to grow, where I really want to take responsibility, I might be blaming someone. I might be triggered by someone. I come back to the realization that I just had the opportunity to witness me. The shamans use this technique. A lot of spiritual teachings talk about this, the hologram. So when we allow ourselves to be in the driving seat, because a lot of us, when we blame, we sit in the back seat. We're in the back seat of our own car, of our own destiny. And when we allow ourselves to take responsibility for our life, we jump in the driver's seat and we say, okay, this just happened. It just happened. I can't control it because it's already done. Nothing can be changed from the past. 
The only thing that can be changed is our mindset of the present so it can alter our direction in the future. So if I'm allowed to see this, if I allow myself, because you are allowed, you need to allow yourself to start to open up your perception. Hey, that person that called me a funny name the other day, that swore at me, or that judged me, or the person that got really angry at me, was actually judging themselves. Or that person was actually showing me how angry I am deep down. They're showing me an unconscious, a hidden part of me where I've suppressed that emotion. Or they're showing me a part of me where I actually judge myself and I have low self-worth in this area. And that person came to show me that I actually have low self-worth and that's what they were doing there. They were just reflecting a thought that I have about myself. They didn't say that to me. They just reflected a thought that I had about myself. They weren't angry at me. I'm angry at something. So we can, we can identify this with when we project stuff. So when we say he, she, they, we actually mean I. He, she, they, we actually mean I. Reclaiming your projections, anything that leaves your mouth. This is something to be mastered over time. It doesn't happen overnight. It's like I said, I've been doing this for a couple of years now, really diving deep into this work. And this is ultimately what I use. This is all I'm really doing with my clients. This and bringing back divine awareness, bringing back God connection, bringing back the awareness and playing with the universe. Mastering your projections, reclaiming them, getting back in the driver's seat. This sacred mirror is all around you right now. Anyone who comes into your field, any sign, symbol, synchronicity that enters your life is all coming to show you something. Any person who triggers you, any person who inspires you, it's all come to help you find you. Dance with the universe by opening your eyes, taking responsibility, and letting life start to teach you. You'll grow faster than you've ever grown before. You'll grow faster than you've ever grown before, but you'll grow in an authentic manner. You'll grow in a way that's true to you. You won't be trying to be anyone else because you're finding who you truly are using the sacred mirror. Big love, everyone. Peace out. I'll see you in the next episode. Ladies and gentlemen, you are at the end of the podcast and congratulations because you are the small 1% that actually listens to this outro.